Here we are, Jen. Jen Silvernagle. We are here back for week two. So you know what that means? Week one went good. <laughs> <laughs> we made it back, Gary. We, we made it, it back. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. I'm Gary McGowan. That's Jen Silvernagle. And we got a great show in store for you today. A uh, couple of new features and, and some new stuff and excited to share with, uh, with everybody what's going on in the market and a very special guest. So Jen, we should roll our little intro video. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. That's so nice. I love it. I love it. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I feel so professional. <laughs> I know. I know. And first person to get added to the broadcast today, Irene. Irene, I owe you an email. I apologize publicly here on Facebook, <laughs> but I owe totally you an email. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Jen, we should bring on our, our, uh, our special guests. I'm going to give you the honors of, uh, of welcoming them on. So it's all over to you, my friend. Oh man, okay. Well, our special guest today is a rock star agent, someone that I've had the pleasure of working with for the last year. Watched her grow her business from a solo agent into a flourishing team. And I'm super excited to announce Melissa Taylor is here with us today, our top producer for the week. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is such a cool show, by the way. Thank you. So here's the cool part. Yeah. You you are our first official guest on KWRC TV and radio, I should I should mention. We are live on Clubhouse. So don't jump off of Facebook and get on the Clubhouse, but we are on Clubhouse. <laughs> I think. No, every, every it looks I good. I think wait it's working. To open my gift. <laughs> yeah. Your gift is in the mail. So here's here's the best part about going first. You get yeah. to set the expectation and there's no bar. There's, there's nothing. We haven't done this before. So whatever it is. So, Melissa, I've had the right. pleasure of knowing you uh, even before you joined KW when, in your REMAX days. And I'd love, you know, just take a quick, you know, one minute. Who's, who's Melissa Taylor? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's so funny you say that because listening to your intro song while we were waiting for you guys to come on, I was like resonating with this song. Like, this is who I am. Right. And uh, thinking back from that period, I mean, in those Remax days, uh, I, I came to KWRC just to keep my license so I could keep flipping. And that was March 2019. And um, <laughs> unbelievably, <laughs> here I am with a team, an amazing team of agents and uh, and others, which I'll talk about later. But yeah, so uh, who's Melissa Taylor? It's just saying yes, exploring opportunities, growing, sharing, coming from service, and uh, just being who I am and in business and out. I love it. Um, I, I love that you just said you came here to keep your license and we didn't let you do that. Or more importantly, Jen, no. wait, over this way, didn't let you do that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So yeah. I, I know, I know, you know, much like myself, I came from a background that loved to invest in real estate and, and I know you do as a realtor. Tell me, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it came out of, I started that just out of necessity to find, I wanted to find other streams of income. And so that's that's sort of how that started and how I ended up meeting you coming to your investment meetings. And 
uh, for me at, at that time, because I wasn't KW, that was the only thing I could think of to to have an additional stream. And what a crazy, amazing world that is. It's like an underground world that nobody knows existed, but like so many people belong to with its own secret code. So it's a really cool, fun world to be in. Um, but the knowledge that you learn from that has helped me in my business tenfold. Like we now on the team, we target first time home buyers, but investors is a huge part of what we do. And uh, you know, with it, with the demands of housing and what that looks like now, um, you know, converting single family homes to duplexes, the knowledge is, is like unbelievable what it's done for the business. That's fantastic. And, and talk to us a little bit about what it means to, you know, now you're at KW and, and you've mentioned like you've got other people around you. So what, what's going on yeah. there? Well, I'll tell you, like, it, it's kind of insane, right? Like, how, how does this happen? And seven months ago, I was a single agent. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what we're talking. But it. You know, when I think about that, yes, I have a team of amazing agents now and an amazing director of operations. I know she's an admin, but I'm calling her what she is because she's a director of operations. Um, but it didn't start there. Team isn't just having a real estate team. Team is, and it started for me, um, partnering up with a mortgage broker. And, you know, and that was happenstance. And we, we had some of the same values, we had some of the same goals, and found a way that we could support and work together. So that became the team. You know, and then other agents, you were taught, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that because you're going to say that later, but other agents, sorry, <laughs> spoiler alert, other agents, um, you know, this is an industry where, yes, you're going to come across that guy who's going to scream and yell at you or doesn't want any part of you, but that... They may be the loudest, but they're not the most prevalent. I have had the opportunity to connect in other networking groups and just individually reaching out to agents from other areas. And what an amazing network that is. I mean, we have a, a database of, of clients, but we also have a database of realtors because they're our partners as well, right? And to, to, to look at it that way, Boy, does it ever expand the opportunities for you. I love it. Jen, jump in here. Yeah. So, Mel, tell us about um, that transition of, you know, going from a solo agent seven months ago to now having a team of, what, four agents, I believe, plus your DO, yeah. your director of operations slash rock star admin, Deb, right? So what has that been like and how have you... How have you navigated that? Like what, what have your hurdles been and what have been your biggest successes? Yeah, so I, you know what, it honestly, I remember standing in, in the new market office in front of the desk reading about uh, family reunion and, and saying, boy, would I love to do that. And then I'm like counting my pennies and I'm going, uh, I think I said it to Lori Rumley actually. I said, yeah, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna be able to go. And I'm, I'm uh, you can persuade me pretty easily, actually. <laughs> Just add a little fun, and I'm like, okay, I'll go. So I ended up going in obvious, uh, like, honestly, that was a pivotal, pivotal point, a changing point for me, because I had no idea what I was going into. I knew it involved a plane and fun and a whole bunch of realtors. So I'm like, what bad could happen? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, <laughs> ask Lori Rumley that. 
But anyway, (laughs) I think the biggest thing is saying yes, like opening yourself up, being afraid. I always say to people, you know, um, well, I've always said to my kids, everything you want is on the other side of fear. Like I didn't know a single soul at KWRC, really, when I went to family reunion. I just went and pretended that I did. Right. I was following you guys around. And when you do that, though, when you open yourself up and that's to that experience, but it's basically to every experience, you have to know what you're saying no to. And that was that was a TSN turning point for me, Um, going there, being immersed in it. And it's not just agents. Sometimes we're very we're like lone wolves. Right. When we when we work, we know of people, we know of realtors, but we don't really spend a lot of time. So that sort of condensed time was amazing um, and that really got my my wheels turning and um, actually I met Susan Pierce there at that one and she became my first uh, teammate but again I had no plans on creating a team at that point um, and then the opportunity sort of presented itself that that might be a good fit and I was in coaching with Jen I mean literally I got into coaching with Jen I hired Deb first because the admin and I if I there was one piece of advice do not get another agent if you are considering a team until you have an amazing admin night and day could not do this and should have got an admin probably a lot sooner so again <laughs> scary but say yes um and then that transition i mean i called you jen and i said what the heck am i doing please tell me i'm crazy to even be thinking this and she didn't say i was crazy <laughs> now, you have to remember at this time i had no i was capping but I was not, I had no systems. I had no, it was like, I just throw something up in the wind and say, this looks like a good day. And I, and I thought I was doing all right. No systems. And Jen was pivotal in, in sort of helping me and put those systems in. And I did that well. I had team members. So it, in fact, when I look back, how the hell did I do that? <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's interesting, Melissa, as, as you talk, and I don't want to say harness your energy because that's not, I don't think that's what you're, you're talking about here. You, you have a tremendous amount of energy and, and enthusiasm. And what I'm hearing you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, is now you had somebody like Jen to partner with you and KWRC to partner partner with you to kind of give you those systems and tools so you can take off. Is that is that what we're hearing? A hundred percent. I mean, I needed that. When I signed up with Coaching with Jen, I intended on being a single agent. And I knew that to make this, we always talk about being able to make it as a really fancy word you guys use. Uh, what's that word? Scalable. There you go. To, to be scalable and be able, maybe it's not that fancy. Um, for it to be scalable. And no, it's, it's fancy. <laughs> and for me to be able to repeat successes, I could never explain how I was successful. You know, I, I'm, I'm not sure. But now it's so clear. And not only am I able to do it, but I'm able to pass that on to the agents. And that is the coolest thing is being able to share those tools with the other agents and see them grow. Like the growth in them is, is phenomenal. So that's really cool. But yes, definitely Gary need those. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Melissa, we love that you are our first guest. Uh, 
as I said, there was no bar. So now you now you set it, and everyone's got to hit this, and everyone has to come with the same amount of energy. So good luck. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> good right. luck. Uh, I wish oh, you I tremendous think. success in 2021, and I know you're going to have it because Jen's making you have it, and and that's yeah. our expectation of you. So I love it. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. Go KWRC. That's right. <laughs> Bye, Mel. Take care, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Beautiful. Bye. She is awesome. I love Melissa. Did we, did we yeah, lose her you, Jen? Energy st- is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Like, even I. I get to like benefit from that, right? Like when I coach her, she brings that energy to me and it like pushes me a little bit and, and lifts my level up. So I lo- like Thursdays, I coach mom Thursdays and it's just, it's always such a fun day. I look forward to that call and, you know, she's a bundle of energy, but she's a hundred percent, right? Like she just, she does. She, I mean, I will give her credit before she says yes. She often calls me and goes, should I do this? Or like, what's going on? Or, you know, am I being crazy? And most of the time she's not. And I'm just like, go for it. And then she does. Like She's all in when she goes for it. And that's a big piece. I don't think she recognizes about herself, but when she commits to it, she's in it a hundred percent to make it work. And that's part of where her success is coming from. So it's, uh, it's really cool to see her grow. I love it. Yeah. That's so good. And, and, uh, you know, some people have this gift too of being able to have a, a conversation with them or seeing them on screen or hopefully like in person is is when that person leaves the room, you that you know, who they were talking to still has a smile on their face. That yeah. that is a good person. That is people we want to hang out with. So Kudos to you, Melissa. Good. Okay. Well, let's move on. We've got, uh, you know, every week we're going to do different segments and uh, we're going to do our, our top three. So let's roll the little video for our top three. Oh, oh, Dylan Silbernagel and your videos. I love it. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think I'd seen that one before. That oh, okay. well, we got some surprises for you on the show then, Jen. All right, all right. <laughs> awesome stuff. So, uh, yeah, every week we're going to be bringing you the top threes. And, and as we said last week, um, it was the top three questions to ask in real estate when buying a, a, in a property. And it could be anything from that. And I jokingly said to the top three hamburgers I had last week, too. So it could be that as well. You never know. <laughs> and Jen and I were meeting yesterday. We decided the top three uh, lead gen ideas at the moment would be very relevant to obviously what's going on in the market. And um, the easy one, Jen, I think is our sphere of influence. That's, mm-hmm. That to me is the number one you know, opportunity right now is we are not spending enough time with our sphere. The people that know, like, and trust us and, mm-hmm. and there's so much opportunity there. And you know, you know, in my business, that's, that's 99.99% of my business is my sphere of influence and, and such tremendous opportunity to talk to them, uh, make those calls and the care calls as, as we like to call them and checking in on them and, yeah. and being there for them and understanding that if you're not talking to them, Someone else is. You got it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Someone else yeah. is. And, and yeah. it's important, definitely important because, you know, people always ask me, how do you make that phone ring? And, and I, just, I was lucky enough to be interviewing um, Stephen Peroff uh, just prior to this. And, and mm-hmm. he had a great quote. He goes, you know, this phone isn't, it's a two-way thing, you know, it's also for making calls out and, and go pick up that phone. I'm like, oh, I love it. 
I love it. Yeah. So, so that should be your number one thing there. Any, anything to add that to that one, Jen? Yeah, I think one of the things I would add, because I 100% agree, especially in our in our current market where, you know, we can't really door knock and do things like that. And, you know, we, we have a contact list in our phone, whether you have a database or not, just start working through your contact list. But one of the, the biggest things I always get asked are people coming, it's like, well, they're like, oh, I don't know what to say. Um, and so I always share this script with them and it, it's one of my go-to scripts. And it's just as simple as this. It's like, hey, how are you? Right. That's the script. Simple. Call and ask, how are you? How are things? Because inevitably, I need, that, I need my pen. I got to write that one down. <laughs> down right? uh, because inevitably, the conversation will always lead to real estate because they know we're in real estate. And if they don't, it's your job to make sure that they do. Right. And that's on you if they don't know that. That's your fault. Um, and the reason for that is because everyone wants to know what's happening with the market. So if we have a natural, authentic conversation coming from a place of genuine care and sim and simply checking in on people, they will ask us what's happening in the market. And we get into that real estate conversation naturally and organically. And it becomes a very authentic conversation where we can then say, you know, why are you asking or what are you thinking? Or can I do a market analysis for you? Do you know what your home is worth right now? Have you thought about selling, downsizing, upsizing, whatever that might look like? And then you start to get into those business conversations. Right? You don't always have to have a sales technique and a, a pitch. And, a, and a, we just need to have a genuine approach and a genuine conversation. I, I like it. Okay, so number two, number two of the three uh, lead gen lever that you can be using at the moment is is social media. Obviously, that's what we're doing here today, and and, yeah. and everything from providing content to uh, do, do using uh, paid ads, whether it be on Facebook or Google, and certainly for our Keller Williams family is to leverage commands because obviously you know that we get preferred pricing, preferred placements, and and everything that goes along with that. So that is a tremendous resource that we have at our fingertips one that i see that isn't used enough by by typically our our agents and agents in general and it doesn't always have to be hey look what i just sold or here's my my latest listing uh, perhaps it's insight uh into the market or perhaps it's you know top three things to do when not selling your house whatever it is like <laughs> get creative it doesn't you know don't don't always stick to the middle of the road get creative on your marketing for sure yeah. Yeah. And I think um, one of the big value adds to that is is also um, utilizing your social media the right way. And so that's we always say use social media. But what does that look like? And there's a couple of different avenues. One of the ways I'm seeing a lot of people get the best results is just from their from posting on their stories and sharing what are they doing and how are they doing it and why. And, you know, are you showing houses? How's that looking with COVID? What is that? What's going on? Are you in multiple offers? How are you navigating that? Creating that story because people love real estate. They love learning about it. They love knowing how it works. They don't, they like the behind the scenes of it. And we often forget to provide that part of our business. We just talk about the numbers and the and that, and that's all important. I'm not saying it's not, but there is a lot of value to creating that interesting behind the scenes content and sharing that and mixing it up with some personal stuff so that you get those referrals, those top of mind referrals while increasing your relationship because you can link database and social media now more than we ever could before, right? And, and further enhancing our, our database connections as well. And that gets us more business and more referrals. So it's, it's kind of cool if you get into it and you're open to it and you're willing to share, it can give you back a lot. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. And number three, three lead gen or the third lead gen that you can do and utilize right now is certainly agent referrals. Agent referrals are so often overlooked. Develop relationships with agents, you know, outside of your trading area so you can uh, exchange uh, clients back and forth and if it's an area like for instance Toronto you know the latest news out of Toronto is 50,000 people have left the city to come north or east or wherever it is right and and work yeah. with those agents because you know sometimes we think well I'll, I'll just drive the hour and a half to, to take care of my client well yeah Use use the agent, leverage the agent that is the expert in that area. And, you know, that to me is such an undervalued or overlooked perhaps um, opportunity. You know, just this past year, you know, I was able to, you know, refer a tremendous amount of business out because I'm leveraging experts in different areas, whether it's, you know, for investment properties or people are up, you know, buying up or buying down. It's, it's so important to create agent relationships because what goes around comes around right yeah yeah that's just it and and there's lots of different opportunities right now this is i think one of the first times we're seeing kind of these larger migrations i don't have a different word for that of people making shifts in their lifestyles because our our world and how we're functioning is changing and people are adjusting to that and doing things that maybe they didn't do before and even um you know, my so my family are down in the Niagara area, and there's a huge trend right now with people selling up around the GTA and moving down to those pockets and buying those kind of like retirement homes or in those nice areas where prices are a little bit lower, although they're kind of going through the roof because of this. Um, and you can create an entire business model just based on connecting with the people who want to downsize and move and then having a great partner on the other end to send them to, right? And we don't talk about that as much because it hasn't always traditionally been a main place opportunity. But right now, I think if you're not looking at that, you might be missing something. Yeah, I like it. So again, our top threes, uh, lead gen opportunities at the moment is use your sphere. Please, please call the people that already know, like, and trust you. They will answer the phone. They will be the phone calls, uh, the fun calls and phone calls uh, that you get to have. <laughs> and uh, of course, leverage social media, um, you know, little things like even document your day, as Jen was saying. And, and of course, agent referrals that you know, if you were to focus your your days uh, around that uh, business, the business will be there. And and yeah. perhaps the most important piece is, you know, don't forget to ask for the business. And, and <laughs> that you know, I know Jen works with many many agents, and that typically is the one often forgotten piece of of the sentence or or the conversation. So please, please uh, use these three for sure. Yeah, good, absolutely. good, good. Okay. Uh, yeah so true <laughs> love it okay this is the moment in the show where we do our quick takes so watch out for it here it comes okay jen so here's what we got we got two minutes up on the clock and, and we'll have two minutes to talk about each each um topic here and yesterday we we're going through some of these and, um, you know, most of the time you and I agree on stuff and, and sometimes we, although we may have different perspectives on it. So I'm, I'm curious to see yeah. where these land. So this week's, here's what we got. We got matrix versus stratus prices are like the market is hot. Where's the market going? And a lot of people think it's going down and we're going to talk about that and rentals before listings and staging in a hot market. So that's, 
That's our hot takes. And feel free to put comments up on the screen. And more importantly, if you're watching this after the live stream, we, stream, we should mention, post comments then too, because Jen and I will often go back to those comments and reply to them and, um, and provide some insight that way. So there we go. Okay, Jen. Yeah. Matrix versus Stratus, you are on the clock. What, what <laughs> say you, Jen? <laughs> My all-knowing opinion. Um, so I would say, uh, for me personally, it's it's Stratus all day long. Um, and it's not because Matrix isn't a good system. It is. It's just that Stratus offers um, some some more technology and features that matrix is just missing right now and so the biggest one being collaborate and you know as an agent guys if you're not using collab go get on it learn it utilize it it is real-time data for your clients it's interactive it's engaging they can download it as an app everything is branded from you they can log in and do searches message you you know create lists and suggest properties like it's just it's such a great system it's probably the best thing treb has provided us and most people don't know about it or don't use it so for that reason as the main one and then also the user face the the ease of using stratus it, it's a lot cleaner it's a lot simpler to utilize and get the information and the data from matrix is an older system that has kind of integrated other features over time so there is a lot to it and it does have a lot of value and if you're used to it, I think it's great. But to try and transition, it's you're kind of feels like you're going backwards a little bit. And uh, I just, for me personally, I would I would lean to Stratus a lot more. Um, yeah, and like I said, collab being the main reason why I think. I like it. So I'm gonna call you out here a little bit. Is that because uh, it's something that you're used to, or or you truly, you know, there's there's some things in in Stratus that are are leaps and bounds better. I'm I'm curious. Um, probably fifty fifty. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. Of habit for sure. So it is partially that I'm comfortable and I know Stratus and I've been using it for a long time and I use it at a high level for sure. Um, but I do honestly believe that it is also because there are some better features within Stratus that Matrix just isn't offering right now. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Good. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one here. So um, prices, the, the market is hot tremendously hot i think we can all agree on that and and part of this conversation too is people are suggesting you know is is it going to go up or or what do i do as a buyer if i'm in this type of market and there's many many different things that we can do uh, as a buyer in a fast moving market uh, of course you will always be behind the eight ball to some degree because when you have listings um at the current volume, which is like here, and we need them above the screen, above where I can reach to catch up to market <laughs> demand. Uh, it's a supply and demand. It's economics 101. The prices will always go up. And and that's what we're seeing now. You know, Agents that took offers on properties last night were in the 20s and 30s, and we'll, we're going to continue to see that. So I think the biggest thing here, Jen, that people can do is to educate and have those heart-to-heart -heart conversations with the seller. And if you're representing the buyer, definitely the buyer. And you might have the opportunity to go look at two homes tonight, knowing that you gotta put an offer on, on one of them. And it might be the conversation where you're educating your clients. We might do five or six offers before we get one. And maybe that's not even gonna happen for us. So having the, and setting that expectation, um, 
the other the other thing here too, Jen, is you know what 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 do we say to those people that are getting priced out of the market? And that's happening all around us. And I remember the last time that that really, really happens. You know what I did? I, I pivoted and I started working with investors because, you know, I remember working with a first time home buyer and they wanted to purchase in Stouffville. I'm going to run out of time, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> is they couldn't they couldn't afford Stouffville. Right. Yeah. So what we started talking about was buying an investment property in an area that they could afford. So now they're in the market and now they let that market around them go up over time. And remember, it'll always go up over time, not short time. We're talking long time. Real estate's a long game. And, and that's a great way to get those people into, into, um, into the market for sure is, is leveraging and just having a different perspective on it with investment properties for sure. Yeah, I think um, I think that's a great way to approach it. And something that I always did just to tack on to that, even though I know we're way past their time now, is when with with buyers in this market, you know, everyone kind of wants the best property. Um, and sometimes there is a, a hidden gem that's just kind of getting overlooked a little bit. And obviously with our inventory being as low as it is, that's not happening as often right now. But there are still some opportunities or what you could deem an opportunity out there and maybe the, the price you're going to pay is still high but it's not as high as what you're going to pay for that property that everybody wants to buy so sometimes strategically pivoting as you said and looking at the homes that are maybe getting overlooked is a great opportunity for a client whose but whose budget just isn't going to flex to the level that you need to get it to if they don't want to leave the location yeah yeah. And it's funny because the, the next topic is, you know, prices are going to go down. It's going to crash. You know, there, there's always right. that, 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 that the opposite conversation. Right. And there's many there's many people out there that just look at our economics and look at everything and say, yeah, the market is going to crash um, yeah. right now. And we, we got to look at, you know, our local. It's always important to look at the local real estate market. Don't look at Canada. Don't look mm. at North America. Don't look at the U.S. Look in new market or a, the specific area in Toronto or wherever you are and understand that market. Understand what's going on. Are, are there enough listings right now to, to um, equate to the demand? And, and at this moment, we don't see it, right, Jen? No, no. I think my, my quick take on that answer would be no, the market's not going to go down um, you know, and I, I think that when you look at the, the factors that we have to consider in order to make that kind of decision, they're all trending in that direction. Inventory is low, rates are low and predicted and we're basically being told they're going to stay low at least through the end of this year. Um, and then, you know, they're, the defaults, like we talked about last week, we're not seeing those numbers show up. So unless there's some form of intervention that we have heard nothing about, so that would be a complete shocker, isn't going to happen until at least next year. There's nothing to kind of predict that and we need so much inventory to come on the market at once in order to deflate the demand that it's realistically not that feasible all of a sudden could it happen over time month after month after month possibly right it could start to balance itself out but the odds of there being a huge decline or a huge correction is is pretty minimal yeah yeah and what's coming out right now is you know 2017 was the height of our the market most recently and and now we're just starting to creep past January is the month January 2021 is the month where we we creep past those numbers so as as Jen just said the market does always come back and and more importantly you know as we hear stories from our agents that are getting 15 20 offers on their property 
Well, that's out of 50 to 100 showings. So think about that for a moment. There's 100 other people or 80 other people out there that didn't put an offer in but are still buyers. And, mm -hmm. and what we know as well is the majority of those buyers are also sellers. So uh, later in the week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post a video on some of the things we can do to, to, to protect our buyers. And, and I got some unique ideas. So stay tuned for that. You're not gonna get it here. You're gonna have to watch <laughs> for, for another video. Good stuff. Tune in another time. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Reto's before listing, Jen. I, I'm a seller and I ask you as an agent, should I reto my kitchen before selling this property? What do you, what do you, what do you say to that? Uh, I mean, so my argument would be um, if you've got the budget and you're willing to do it and you have the time to do it, then go for it, right? You're going to maximize your profit by doing the renovation. Um, and you got buyers, you got so many buyers that are, are pent up with demand that they're going to they're gonna basically be competing at the level. You're going to get return on the investment. And if it means that you get an extra five offers because you've got a better kitchen, then that's going to push your, your value up and, and get you maximum profit. So, you know, I think, yeah, based on timeline and based on expectation, why not, right? Yeah, I think there's a lot more questions to obviously ask when it comes to do I rent out my kitchen or do I drop you know, 40 grand into my house type thing. And, and I, I think the follow-up question is, well, what is that going to do for you? Do you need right. to sell your house next week? Because we can make that happen. Do you have the time uh, to, to end the resources to, to renovate? And in a market like this, you know, the, the flip side is anything's going to sell, right? right. However, not everyone can negotiate for the best sale of your house. And so that's really, really important. Um, I, I would look at it too. Is it painting the house and giving it that fresh look? Or are you just renovating it to renovate? So instead of making, you know, instead of selling it for a million, you can sell it for a million seventy-five type thing. If that's if that's gonna be the increase or the or the difference and you gotta spend forty to fifty to get there. I think there's more conversations to be had and maybe lean towards the no on not doing and just, you know, taking the time to make your house look great. That that's, that would be the way I, I perhaps would, would respond to that. Yeah, okay. I think that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staging in a hot market. It kind of it kind of is the follow up. So um, what do you think, Jen? Staging in a hot market like this, what do we do? <laughs> I mean, this goes hand in hand with the reno thing, right? Like um, the better the house looks, the better the return is going to be on your investment. So although it does have an added cost to, to doing it, it is going to attract the most buyers. It is going to make you the premium property. And those are the homes that are, are really maximizing in the market that we have because, you know, you can have 100 showings and get five offers. You can have 100 showings and get 20 offers. Like I want to get 20, right? Um, so for me, again, obviously, I would I would make that same argument that in order to maximize, I would recommend doing it. Um, probably not necessary, but I, I still I still see the value in it. Yeah, and it really again, it depends on what we're staging, right? Is it a vacant house? Well, do we need to go in and stage every single room? No. Do we need to actually bring furniture in? I don't know. I, I, I would have, you know, again, I would do some soul searching there. There's other ways to stage a house, perhaps it's virtually, right? Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. uh, there, there's some great companies out there, Box Brownie being one. There's a free shout out to my friends in, from Australia, Box Brownie. I've met the dudes. They're <laughs> awesome. Go look them up. Um, nice. it, it is, you know, I, you know here's, here's, I love it, what Dina's saying here. 
it is staging is great in any market. And and another way that perhaps if I could reword that, Dina, if I may, is having the house prepared and looking the best that it could possibly look is like that's that's the key right we all know mm-hmm. that people love jumping on their instagram or whatever and looking at great listings because here's the other cool piece of it even though a home is going to sell in any market people love bragging about what they just purchased or just sold or my agent did this look at it so mm-hmm. yes it's going to sell but it also becomes a you know a marketing piece for you as well. So don't overlook that. Um, yeah, I get it. It's going to sell in any market. And do you really want to invest that type of money? Well, today's investment needs to continually give you returns over time. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, and, and I love that you touched on virtual staging. I was actually looking at a listing today. And up until now, I'll actually say I was never really a big fan of the virtual staging thing. I always kind of thought it looked weird. And I, I couldn't even speak to what company they used or, or what, but when you clicked on the pictures, they had multiple different like images. And so you could kind of see it staged in different styles. And I thought that was really clever because it could fit for anybody who's buying. If you like more modern, they kind of, you could see that look. If you had more traditional, you could see that look. And that to me, I was like, that's actually very valuable from a, from a perspective of a buyer and a, as an agent to go, hey, like, here's what you like and here's how this home can look like that with just a change of some furniture and some features and make, makes that conversation easier with the buyer. So um, I think there's a lot of value in that, but I, I think at the end of the day, yeah, you know, if it's minimal staging or, or full on full blown staging, do what you can to make that property look the best it possibly can within the means of the budget that you're, you're allocated to work with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's great. You know, I, realtors are often, we're not professional of everything, right? We can't be the expert in everything, but if we can take some of these tidbits and, and leverage, you know, your, your photography company and, and so forth, the videographer that you use, bring in a great stager, uh, you, you got some pretty cool assets to keep working with. And, and I know even some of the, uh, the stuff that I did years ago, I could repurpose that into different marketing pieces. So don't, don't right. ever, don't ever forget what you previously had. Uh, it could be, it could be used really, really well. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks, Dina, for, for that comment. Absolutely. All righty. So, Jen, you know what that brings us to? The end. The end. <laughs> She's like, wait, do we, is there another surprise that yeah, I don't I'm know like, about? Wait, is there another video I don't know about? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as as mentioned last week, we are coming live uh, every Tuesday at 2.30. And um, lots of fun stuff coming up with different agent interviews and, and top producers. And and again, this 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 half hour today is about 45 minutes. That's okay. Is, is to bring you insight and, and to allow you to look at things perhaps with a different lens, if you will. And uh, and certainly provide you with uh, with with ideas and opportunities to move your business forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. KWRCT TV. So if you're not following our Facebook group, our out our outward facing one within the brokerage, share it, follow it, like us, comment, participate. We want you guys to get involved and ask questions. If you have topics you want us to talk about, send us a message. We'll we'll add it to the list and we'll add it on to our next week's hot takes or we'll take the time to answer it for you. Absolutely. Like we want to give you guys as much content as possible. So let let us do that by following us and, and liking us and, and communicating, participating. Very good. Well, for Jen, I'm Gary, and we'll see everybody next week. Bye for now. Bye.